Hello and welcome to another episode from Companies House. We have recently launched our new five-year strategy and one of our strategic goals is about how we deliver value through efficient use of resources. So I'm here today with Michelle Wall, Director of Finance at Companies House. And today Michelle is going to give us a bit of an insight into her work and how that work runs through who we are and what we do. So hi Michelle, how are you? I'm, I'm very good Megan, how are you? Yes, I'm well, thank you. Um, I'm just going to jump in straight away with the first question. I know how busy you are, so That's could okay. you please tell me a little bit about your role and how it contributes to us as an organisation? Okay, so I'm the Director of Finance and Commercial and I cover four areas um, in in, in terms of activity, so financial transactions, so that's the money coming in and the money going out and what people generally think of as the finance team, all that uh, purchase order processing and payroll activity. Um, I've got a strategic finance and business partnering team. They're, in, they're a new team and they are delivering um, what they, they do what I call the looking up and looking out. So they're looking forward, they're supporting the business, understanding our strategic finance needs. Have we got the money that we need when we need it? Uh, and if we haven't, putting those plans in action to make sure that we get that sorted. I've got a commercial team. They cover um, sort of procurement and buying third party contracts, supporting the business through um, the, the contract management and the life of those contracts. Um, and I also have um, some responsibility for risk management and assurance. So alongside all of that, making sure that we're understanding our risks uh, and making sure that all our governance processes are delivering um, the activity uh, that they need to. Um, I'm also exec champion uh, for equality, diversity and inclusion, and that's something I'm very passionate about. Well, wow, that's quite a breadth of things there, like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The one I found most interesting was sort of the horizon scanning team yep. mentioned at the beginning. Like for me, I wouldn't even know that that's something that we would be doing at Companies House. So that's really interesting. So so that is that, that is a new piece of activity and became um, even more of a focus for us. We we used to be what's called a trading fund. And even though we were a, um, a government organisation and civil servants, we were financially independent. Um, due to a, a decision at the at the centre, we lost our trading fund status in April this uh, last year, uh, and as a consequence, we now need to do. We're part of the vote funding system. We're part of the spending reviews and that activity that we didn't do before. So we 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 need to be able to demonstrate that we've got really good plans in that place to make sure that our spending uh, requests. Are, are acknowledged and, and people give us money for it so 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 that that's a new team um with a with a much more um structured focus in ensuring what we're doing it's also supporting the activity for the new strategy one of the reasons that we're here today um we we in in terms of ensuring that all that new activity that we're doing and the way that we're changing is financially sustainable oh. Thank you. Um, so how do we make sure that we have the right resources when we need them and that they are operated efficiently? Um, 
Well, I could do a very short answer and just say plan, plan, plan. Um, but I think you, you, we, we recognise that we've published a very ambitious strategy and vision for the future for Companies House. Um, and that's given us a really good understanding of exactly what we're going to need in terms of resources. Um, but I think resources, when people talk about resources, they, they forget that resources are, are not just people, um, it's money, it's third party contracts, it's time. Um, everything that we have at our disposal to, to deliver those goals. Um, and, and we need to make sure that we, you know, all those good ideas that we have get turned into um, you know, tangible actions. Um, and we, you know, we need those plans in place uh, to ensure that we, we kind of know what we want and what we need and are, are able to deliver that. Um, so um, in terms of um, we've, we've got a good roadmap now in terms of where, where we're going, but we also need to understand whether those plans that we have are, are completely new services. And, and to the point that I made earlier about, you know, is it, you know, is that a financially sustainable? Do we have a funding stream for that? Is it something that a tweak to something that we're already doing and, a, and more of a minor change? And we do have a funding stream for that. So all those plans need to be pulled together into the centre with my strategic finance team, uh, my commercial team are heavily involved and also strategic workforce planning is a key element to this as well. Um, and we feed those all those uh, smaller plans up into a into you know compare them to the roadmap and make sure that all those plans align. Um, it's it's you know one of the things where we've been encouraging our people to be adaptable, bold, and curious. Um, I know some of the other uh, some of the other podcasts have mentioned this in in ways that we we think about the challenges that we're facing and some of those conversations that that my teams are having around how we. Um, allocate our resources and invest those resources and make sure that they're efficiently used um, are probably where we see some of the great innovations in solutions as a, as people being adaptable, bold and curious. Um, we do have funds, um, which is great, but they're not limitless. Um, so there's always trade-offs to be made. Um, there's always different ways that we can think about doing things. Um, my team has a great diverse background certainly in terms of their uh, work experiences i've got people from uh, industry i've got people from nhs backgrounds i've got people from civil service backgrounds central government um, and all of those people come together to bring really good solutions um and, and, and i love to see those plans coming together um in, in and, and and really demonstrating how as an organization all our different thoughts can produce really great end results yeah that's all really really interesting and thought-provoking stuff um can you tell me some of the ways that we ensure that we deliver value for money of course i mean value for money is important for our customers it's important for our stakeholders and as, as a government organization it you know it runs through us like a, like a stick of rock but i think understanding what delivering value for money looks like is is, is key i think sometimes when people think about value for money they focus just on one element of that in terms of doing things cheaply or as you know cost effectively as possible but there are other elements um, you know, if if I could spend ten pounds and deliver a hundred pounds worth of value, um, that that may be seen as a good um, a, a good investment. But if I could invest fifteen pounds and deliver a thousand pounds worth of 
uh, value, then then clearly that is a much better investment. And I think we need to, to understand how we value um, what the outcome looks like. Um, and that is some work that we're, we're, we're doing now. We've recently um, uh, strengthened our economists team um, to, to give us much more of that understanding. Um, some of the work that was done in the last couple of years, we did some research on the value of our register um, to understand how much that is worth to the economy. It's worth between one and three billion pounds, which is huge. And relatively speaking, we can spend as an organisation company's house relatively small amounts of money and make quite a big impact on that value. So, so we're really focusing on the whole breadth of what value for money looks like and and hopefully um certainly internally but hopefully externally as well people will start to see the benefits of that over the over the life of the uh the, the strategy because we'll be doing a lot of more work in that in that space so it's, it's, it's a really exciting time um we'll be doing um looking at the public value framework and doing an assessment of that uh, at some point in the not too distant future. So it's it, it's really exciting and we're we're um, really looking forward to being able to demonstrate what great value we are delivering. Yeah, that is really exciting. Um, my next question, it's sort of a hot topic that I think is a priority for most, well, hopefully is a priority for most at the moment, but um, can you speak from a company's house point of view about our environmental goals and what we're doing to meet them? Absolutely. I think, you know, the green agenda um, certainly is a, is a key focus. Net, um, net zero uh, is, you know, for our, part, um, our for Bayes, who is our parent department, is, you know, is, is, is a key a key element of what they're working on and we need to play, play our part in that. I think Companies House has quite a strong story and narrative in this space. We've done a lot of work in the past, <coughs> excuse me, um, around um, around the building and how we run that effectively. We were, we've had a biomass boiler, for example, for a, for a long, long time. And, and so it's been, been a key focus for us. Um, I think we're continuing to do that work in terms of reducing our energy and water usage on site, in, in, you know, and, and, and looking at alternative ways of working to reduce our impact on the environment. Um, but I think we will need to consider um, the results, you know, what's going to change as, as a consequence of the pandemic and how we're now working. Many of us are working from home. Um, you know, we're going to be using our offices potentially in very different ways when when we go back to post pandemic, if there ever is such a thing. Um, and, and we need to let you know, take those opportunities as, as much as we can. So we're doing lots of, um, you know, the, the, the small stuff around um, our technologies, we're putting things into the cloud because cloud hosted services generally have much better environmentally friendly um, ways of cooling mechanisms and that kind of thing. So, so, so we are looking across the piece in all things that we're doing. And our environmental champion, Martin Swain, is, is his, his favourite at the moment is we need to start reducing the amount of emails that we send and keep because every, every email um, creates a transaction on the on the web and, and it's we're, we're we're storing all this stuff that we don't need which is just a thank you from someone so he's he's on a he's he's on a mission um, about that one. level isn't it 
<laughs> that's right. So I think there's another impact that we can have, though, and, and, and another you know, really important one, which is a, a key role to influence our millions of customers. We have four point two, three million customers on the register, um, something like 20 million uh, directors. And one of the biggest ways that we can um, influence them is 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 it asking them and, and encouraging them and making it easy for them to file digitally as opposed to send it as paper. Um, even though we have uh, well into the nine, nine, 90% um, usage of our digital services, we still had in December, which is a big uh, accounts filing month, four tons of paper come into the office. Yeah. Now that's not just the paper impact, that's the, the cost of delivering that paper. There's, you know, it's the, the cost of us managing that paper and, 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 and uh, disposing of that that paper at the point when it uh, becomes uh, digital in the office. And I think, you know, really pushing hard for our customers to interact digitally um, and, and think about their impact and their interaction with us and how that impacts on the on the environment is another key area. And we'll be doing a lot of work in that space um, over the next over the next uh, three to four years. Indeed, this year we have stopped our uh, paper reminders for people um, and, and transitioned everybody onto digital reminders and uh, and we've seen a huge um, in decrease in our paper usage and our postage uh, as a consequence. So so really focusing on, on the you know two aspects of our ambition, the internal, what we control with our, our people and what we can do with our customers and the and the wider population. That's fab, thank you. And my last question, I ask everyone this, but it is my favourite question to ask. What have you learned about yourself in this past year in a personal or professional capacity or both? So this one was this one um is is a tricky one, I think, is is always when you self-reflect, isn't it? You always think, oh goodness yeah. me. And I think probably the thing that um has struck me most is the focus on well-being. Companies House has always been an organization that has been very focused on um the well-being of its staff and and its and its customers uh, and stakeholders. But but I think I have never been more focused on my own personal well-being um, the impact that the um, you know the, the changes in, in environment that we've had to, to, to cope with over the last year, um, both on a personal level, you know, with my fam my family, my kids being in school one day, out of school another day, mm -hmm. um, in lockdown, in isolation and, and coping with all those all those um, huge emotional swings, but also on a professional um, capacity. You're doing all your work um, in quite an isolated way in, in my back bedroom. <laughs> um, and I think I think really being focused on well-being for yourself, um, your family and your, um, you know, your team around you has been the thing that I've learned that I need to be focused on even more. I knew it anyway, but I think it's that it's it's really come into my consciousness on a daily basis, which I don't think it was before. Um, and so I think understanding how it impacts on my resilience um, has probably been the thing that I've learned most about myself this year. Yeah, I think lots of things have moved from the backs of our minds to the fronts of our minds. Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, well, thank you so much. And thank you, everybody, for listening. If you haven't already, then please have a look back on our podcast channel where I discuss some more of our goals with different team members. And also, um, this is the last podcast of the series. And Michelle, you've been an absolutely amazing guest. Uh, take care. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye bye.